98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty Godino. Hey, good morning. Eric Bam is with us. Good morning. How are you fellows today? Man, things are well. What are you up to? Good. Well, I, I've been listening most of the morning, so I have three things. Um, Lainey Wilson, if you guys follow her on, on TikTok, she's all about her butt. And what Eric's talking about is about. Uh, how I was saying, like, I'm not sure it's all right to do this uh, Lainey Wilson Instagram just about her butt. Somebody it came seems... up with something they just take pictures of her butt and put it up. Yeah, doesn't seem right. Eric's yeah. cool with it, though. No, I, I think she is cool. She she talks about it on, on TikTok, and I think it's hilarious. So talking about Travis Meyer, and I think Travis Meyer, is, he is, he's like a man's man. He before probably we, washes uh, his clothes Before we continue, I feel like we're getting pulled into yeah. the principal's office, like... Why? You know, Eric's going to go down what we did on the show and tell us what was good and bad. So uh, what about the next thing? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I think Travis Meyer probably intentionally washes his clothes with snakes, which made me think about the four local meteorologists. And if you had to put them all in a steel cage match, I'm taking Travis Meyer. Yo, so I you mean, think if, uh, we, like if the other uh, weather guys from other stations and stuff, they all had to fight Travis Meyer, you think Travis would win? Oh, 100%. You know, the guy from Channel 2 would overhype it. Uh, the guy from Channel 8 would probably have, you know, watery eyes because he usually does. And, and the guy from Fox 23, you know, his, his graphics are really bad. Eric, that's a personal attack on that poor guy with the watery eyes. Why is he coming after that guy? <laughs> I'm, just, look, I'm, just, I'm just spitting facts, fellas. I'm just spitting facts. And last thing, I've had a lot of coffee this morning. Last thing, Ty, you're, you're talking about going to the donut shop. I had that happen last week. At the drive-thru. So, yeah, we got to reset here. I went to the donut shop this morning with my kid. I was already almost late, and then I get behind a guy who ordered almost every donut in there but couldn't decide what he wanted, and so it took forever. What would you say, Eric? How do you how do you go to the drive-thru in McDonald's? And it was like, you know, I'm 53. The lady probably a shade older than me. And, and you know, like, how do you not know what you want at the drive-thru McDonald's? Yeah, I know. Don't pull up to the big board and then start – Figuring out what you want. Let's let's you know we I all know. Like, I could McDonald's. hear her, Ty. She was like, uh, well, uh, and you know what? I was kind of in a hurry, and I'm not usually rude, but I, I tapped my horn, and she oh, gave me Eric, a bit. Come on, man, you can't do that. <laughs> Wait, you honked she, the horn at somebody in the drive-through? Yeah, she she gave she gave me the business with the hand and all sorts of stuff, and and I I like you know figure it out. It's McDonald's, and dude, she just she just man, I think she intentionally sat there longer trying to place her order, and it was in and that's what I, I would do. I, you know, yeah. I was on Peoria yeah, yesterday, Tig, and uh, I mm-hmm. was uh, heading to Walmart to get groceries, and. The lady behind me, I guess she felt like I took a little too long at the uh, red light and she honked at me. Mm-hmm. I almost stopped in the middle of the road and <laughs> shut down the whole works. Yeah, I, was, I don't like to be honked at. Yeah, this is the part good. of the country where you don't honk at people. You don't. You can't, you can't do that on, on Brookside, though, man. You'll get run over. Man. Well, no, no. Right. Nobody's going to come up behind me blowing their horn and all that. I'll stop. I will stop. Well, I'll blow my horn at you at McDonald's if you take too long. It's McDonald's. Come on. Uh, this is Eric Bam. Let me say we, we're we've friends with you on Facebook and all that. It, 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 this pizza thing, you every day you're posting about three, four uh, pictures of pizza. Is that all you eat? Uh, yeah, uh, several meals. I had lunch the last two days. Uh, pizza. I will have lunch again today. I'll have pizza. Uh, so yeah, you guys are welcome to join me. Today. Where, where do you live? You live in uh, BA. I'm in Bixby. Oh, Bixby, yeah, and he he's in the pizza industry, so a guy in Bixby who works in pizza is going to eat pizza. But really quickly, the other day he posted a list of his uh, top three slices in Tulsa, and really quickly, we got to let you go, but what are the three, the top three, please? Top three pizzas to eat in Tulsa today, the DeMarco from Andalini's, that is a 
phenomenal pizza. The Wrigley Field from uh, Savastano's is a sensational pizza. And the most underrated pizza in Tulsa is Mondo's. you got to get the Roberto at Mondo's. Incredible. Eric, part owner of Mondo's, says Mondo's is going <laughs> <No. laughs> to Eric Mondo. Eric Mondo is with us. Yeah, yeah that's right. there you go. There you go. Guys, love the show. Have a great day. All right, you See too. Now. Bye-bye. 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. I was out at uh, River Spirit Casino the other day for that Aaron Lewis show, and a guy came up to me, and he was like, man, I, I listen every morning. Sometimes these people, you get on there that play the contest, they can't get a single one right, and he was just so frustrated, and he was shaking his head. And Because uh, people listen, and they know the answer, and it's like, how right. do you not know that? Well, sometimes I get a little frustrated, I'll be honest. But it turns out, I think, that it must be very nerve-wracking because I conduct the quiz every day. I wouldn't know how to play the quiz as far as how my nerves would be. I'm sure my nerves would be shot. And, and, and you're on the radio yeah. and all that. It's a little nerve-wracking to call up. Actually, a lady on TikTok made a uh, TikTok about her getting through to be on the quiz yesterday. If you'll remember, I think the quiz questions were all the answers included the, the word heart. Yes, and so here she is. She was trying to win the Tiger Daniel Lovely Locket on TikTok. Her name is Leo the Light. And here she is talking about trying. First of all, it's almost a miracle to get through. So she got in on our show but lost the quiz. Right. Basically. And she's talking about the two questions that she missed. Okay. And uh, she said she had to manifest in order to get through the phone line. Now, tell me what manifest is. That's when you just repeat something over and over in your mind. Or? Will it to happen. So if you were to manifest... Getting on the radio, how would you do that? I guess you think about it, and then the universe and the stars align, and then it manifests, and it happens where she she didn't pray, but she was saying stuff like, you know, I manifested getting through on the contest, and she did. If you have the powers of manifestation, please don't waste them trying to get on, trying to win the Tiger Dingle Lovely like, Locket. It's all world <laughs> hunger. It's like, no, I think I'll call the radio station. And if you don't know what the Tiger Dingle Lovely Locket is, it's just simply a locket. And you can see it on our Instagram, Tiger Dingle, T-I-G-E and Dingle. Tig's face is on one side, my face is on the other. And she used her powers of manifestation to get through uh, to play the bullfight yesterday. And, and here she is kind of recalling that experience. <laughs> Oh, emotional. My heart is broken. And I say heart because every answer to the questions had the word heart in them. Here's the two. Here, Oh, this is what hurts so much. Here's the two questions that I got wrong. What is the theme song to the movie Titanic? And I said, the heart must go on. No, it's my heart will go on. Okay. What is the Mel Gibson movie? That is super long, like three to four hours long. It has the word heart in it. And I said, oh, I know this one, but I can't think. And time was up. It was Braveheart. I have watched that movie so many times in my entire life. So listen, my days of judging these people for getting their answers wrong is over. It's over, okay? But my days of manifesting are going to continue. I just need to be more specific. I should have manifested. I'm going to get through and I'm going to win. I was not specific enough. So anyway, that is my shame for the day. Well, there she is. So uh, she did use manifestation. Unfortunately, she did not manifest a win. Specific manifestation. Um, and I hear that. I, I know that some people will listen to our contest. And they're in the car and they know the answers. and They can't understand why somebody on the radio is not getting them. But um, but I think 
it's probably nerve-wracking. Like, in a, a normal day, you know, you're fine, but you call a radio station, and then now you're on the radio, and you're competing against somebody, and these two dorks are asking you questions, and you're on the spot, and there's going to be a buzzer if you don't. That's a lot of pressure. It's and, probably uh, like watching Wheel of Fortune. It, you, you can sit at home from the comfort of your home and... Yes, and do well. Figure out these puzzles like it's nobody's business. In real life, when the beautiful Pat Sajak is there and Van is there, too, uh, you probably... We just lose your nerve. Yeah, I think so. And and then you got cameras and there's people walking around. I could see where. Uh, so we ain't mad at you. I mean, I get it. It's kind of tough to call and be on the spot and be driving and be, you know, having kids in the car. There's a lot going on with this contest. But today it's uh, worth the wait because 740, Daniel, it's worth the struggle to try to win a Tiger Daniels lovely locket. Hang on. I'm trying to manifest a new co-host. Are you still here? Dang it. Sorry. Hey, don't be manifesting on me now. Your your, your mind is weak. What can don't I say? manifest me. Manifest. Stop using your powers of manifestation on me. I gotta. I gotta manifest if my co-host was an idiot. Oh wait, that's already happened. Oh. <laughs> no reason to waste the manifestation. <laughs> it's six fifty one with Tiger and Daniel on ninety eight five The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. I was running a little bit late to work today. I, I looked at my clock and said, oh, man, I'm behind schedule. And uh, since I give Daniel such crap, because Daniel always shows up, like, last minute, I'd say. I'm always here early, putting this show together for yeah, America. Right. And then uh, Daniel shows up when he wants. And, and I always endlessly and mercilessly ridicule you. And since today I woke up late, I said, oh, boy, now I'm going to get it because Daniel's going to be like, now, Ty, you're late. And so I almost texted you this morning, says, I might. I might get in just in the nick of time, but I didn't text you, and but I I was nervous about how you were going to make fun of me for being late. Then I get here, and you're not here still, and I was late. Mm -hmm. You're still later than me when I'm late. How How is that possible? I'm right on time, buddy. When it's time to <laughs> this show gets on right on time, we, this show never starts late. No, I mean, we always get the show on, don't we? But mm -hmm. uh, it's funny how you were later than me being late. I was at home prepping for the show this morning. <laughs> It's 7 o'clock. Coming up at 7.40, Tiger Daniel's lovely locket. That is a Valentine's locket with a picture of me and Daniel in it. So far, people have not thrown this away. Did you see that Shocking. Eric, Eric Bam, uh, who calls into the show a lot, he, on Facebook Marketplace, put up one for sale. Did he? Which we ought to call like the police because he doesn't, in fact, own one. He just took a picture of it and put it up for sale for like $500,000. $500, we should call uh, like the FBI or something and report this because yeah. it's got to be illegal and... and to sell something you don't have. He's trying to commit wire fraud. Well, people do that with sports tickets all the time. They'll put up tickets they don't yet possess, sell them for a high price, and then try to get them for lower and give them to you. Who do you think people would choose if they had an option for a Super Bowl ticket or the Tiger Daniel Lovely Locket? What do you think they would go for? A Super Bowl ticket. Don't be foolish. <laughs> okay, 740. How many Super Bowls have there been? Uh, what are we at, 60 now or something? 60. How many yeah. Tiger Dingo lovely lockets were created? I think there's only five. There's only five. I, don't, I said, why didn't y'all make like 100 of these? It's a limited It's like that thing at night where they say the something mint has only made three of these coins and you can own one. You know, we should consider that too, a Tiger Dingo commemorative coin. There you go. Do I get heads or tails? That's going to be the fight. Both, both tails. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. That's a 740. Right here with Ty again, Daniel. I'm laughing at a Ty guy. I was talking to him about this. Um, Monopoly is doing an official Tulsa version. 
Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And uh, I was like, yeah, Tiger, they're kind of looking for things to, uh, you know, to put on the game and, uh, you know, some Tulsa-type things. Like, what else would they call it other than Monopoly? And I was like, I don't mean they're going to rename the whole game. They're looking for the different squares, you know, like Park Place, Boardwalk, some things like that to put on the... Except have different uh, Tulsa locations. On yeah, there. the Tulsa official Monopoly game. Yes. And uh, I guess we were going to take some suggestions. 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. What would you put on the Tulsa version of Monopoly? Well, you got to have center of the universe, right? That's got to be a place, right? Maybe the... Uh, now, will you put that in the center of the board, or you put that on one of the squares? Well, what's the most valuable piece? Boardwalk? Boardwalk, yeah. So we got to make sure that whatever we choose for boardwalk is, like, the thing, right? Yeah, but then you've also got to fill up a bunch of spaces like Baltic Avenue, the ones like but the, there's the, the lower end. Well, that, well that's that, is that in Tulsa, though? That's in Catoosa. I don't know. I would consider that. I mean, I, I feel like when they say Tulsa, it just means the region. Um, so that could be. Also, the pothole on BA, that needs a space. There's a huge pothole on BA that's... Destroying cars. Like every day there's like a bunch of cars that the wheels fall off. And uh, maybe the pothole needs a space. They were talking about this on the Tulsa Reddit page. And, uh, of course, people said that you got to put several quick trips. <laughs> well, if you did that, it'd be the whole board. <laughs> Nothing but quick trips on there. <laughs> yeah. Be like, you own the uh, quick trip on Peoria. You own the quick trip on 36th. Uh, so I'm sure the Golden Driller will make an appearance. That'll be good. But now, will the Golden Driller be a game piece or a space on the board? I'm to thinking me, that's, that's going to have to. Piece. That's going to be a game right, piece. Right, that's a great game piece. What are the other game pieces that you could imagine being? Could you turn the river into a game piece? That would seem like a very strange thing to do. How would you make a river a game <laughs> piece? <laughs> Thank God you don't work for Hasbro. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not cut out for that line of work. I hope that they get Travis Meyer's face for the Monopoly guy. Put a little monocle on him and a top hat. Yeah. That would be good. That's game piece, I don't know. I really for what's Tulsa centric that you think of for a, a game piece? I would imagine. Um, well, what about the center of the universe? That's it's got like that st statue or whatever. That yeah, could be one. That could be one. Okay. Um, maybe a country fried steak. Could you do that? <laughs> a country fried steak game piece. Well, yeah. You suggested river. Don't like. Don't grimace at my suggestion of. No, a, yours is dumb. Like the river. What other game piece would you want? Uh, maybe like the River Spirit Building. The casino? Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Here, we got a call. So we want to take calls like, uh, what would you put in Tulsaopoly? In Monopoly, Tulsa edition. Hey, it's Tygan Daniel. Who's this? Hey, it's Laurie. Laurie, please help me come up with some things here. Tyg uh, is not very good at this. What did you think about his suggestion I of making the river a game piece? No. Yeah, ridiculous, a right? Would, a tornado would be a good game piece. Not that's bad. Got, that's got such a negative but, connotation. I know, but it's Oklahoma, and it's Tulsa, so you it has to be a game piece. All right. It so, just has to be. Yeah, it's not and, a real tornado a space, time. Right, or, yeah. And then um, you need a Kane's Ballroom uh, as, a, as a square. There you go. That's a great suggestion. Sure. Not bad. Maybe a microphone for, or a guitar for Bob Wills could be the could be the piece then yeah, instead musical. of the tornado. Now see, that's these are the kind of suggestions we want, Ty. Not the river. Are you going to forward these to Hasbro? 
I might make a list, and uh, if, if Hasbro <laughs> wants to pay me, I will submit this list to them. Okay, so if you get paid. All right. Hey, thanks don't, for the call. Don't submit the river. Oh, no problem. <laughs> no. You guys have a good day. Thanks. She said I can't submit. I'm going to submit Do it, not yeah. submit that Watch river. Me. I'll submit the Arkansas River. Hey, it's Ty and Daniel. Who's this? It's Tom. Tom, what are you thinking for the Monopoly Tulsa edition? Well, I wasn't listening to the first caller, so I hope I don't repeat any. Um, but you got to put the train for the big... Uh, BNSF UP rail yard down by the river downtown. And you got to put oil, Derek. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Oil, That Derek. would be a great piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you'd have to have like the Magellan storage tanks. You want to have some big storage tanks like that. What about the uh, Port of Catusa? That would be a good spot, wouldn't it? Yeah, this is... yeah you could put a barge. But guys, barge this is not this is not Catusa. He said ship, Tug. You yeah, give this but... guy a heart attack. <laughs> I was like, what do you say? I think uh, in the downtown area of the Monopoly Tulsa edition, you could put like a, about like 100 homeless Is that a spot? Pieces. You could put like, you could put one of the art museums. That's true. Or you, or you could put Boston, what's it, uh, 13th of Boston, whatever that building is. I used to work there. I can't remember the name of it. Or the Williams Tower. Oh, you going to ask us? You used that. to work there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Williams Tower would be good. All right, well, thanks for the yeah. suggestions. It's way better than Tig's suggestion of the river. No, it's not. The, yeah, the river is. is a part of, like, a major part of Tulsa. We cross it. We see it. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, uh, Ty Gadano. Who's this? That's that's you doing something wrong there. Mm-mm. Good morning, Ty Gadano. Who's this? Hello, this is Vance Miller. What's up, buddy? What are, what are your suggestions for uh, the Tulsa version of Monopoly that Hasbro is going to announce? My suggestion is a Tulsa Tech campus. The Tulsa Tech campus? Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about Tulsa Tech. It is a uh, it's a diamond here. It is. I'm I'm enrolled in Tulsa Tech. I'm sitting at the parking lot right now. All right, so that would be a space, Tulsa Tech. What are you going to do? What, what do you? What is your? Do you get a degree at the Tulsa Tech? What are you trying to get a degree in? Um, heating and air. All right. Yeah, turn that radio down a little bit there, buddy. There he goes. All this right, be so a good guy to know. Yeah, let us know when you get that degree. We'll, uh, we'll give you a plug when you go to work. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. See you now. Hey, it's Ty and Daniel. Who's this? Hey, this is Cody. Cody, suggestions for the Tulsa version of the Monopoly game Hasbro has announced. I think you need to get a, uh, like, downtown district, like the Blue Dome district or a Meadow Gold sign down there. Mm-hmm. Blue Dome, that's a good idea. Not bad. Yeah, pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah wh- why I mean, we... that's a pretty cool area. We're giving Monopoly all these free ideas. They better pay up. I'm sure they've been working on it already. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Casey. Casey, what are you thinking for the uh, Tulsa version of Monopoly? What, what about the penguins that they sold? to raise money for the zoo. Now, that was going to ask you about that. If uh, A lot of people have just moved to Tulsa. I didn't know what they were for a while, but all these penguins, do you see these penguins around town, Ty? Do I see penguins? Not real penguins, buddy. Um, they're statues of penguins. Mm-mm, I don't see those. You've not seen those? No, not yet. Well, now that I've mentioned them, you'll see them, but what she's talking about is they sold a bunch of those to raise money for the zoo, and so you'll see them from time to time just oh, out and about places. Okay. How do you miss those? We got penguin statues? 
Yeah, man. You pass one on your way to work every morning. <laughs> Didn't know that. All right. Well, it's only been three years. How would you How would you say that? Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Anna. Anna, what's your suggestion for Monopoly? I think instead of income tax, you should have pothole. Like a pothole tax? Yes. Not bad, because we got them. I mean, that story about people in the BA, just it's ripping their wheels off and things. Mm-hmm. You should have that on it. Instead. All right. Good enough. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hey, it's Trisha. Trisha, what are you thinking for Monopoly? I definitely got to have the praying hands as a piece and traffic cones. Uh, she's talking about the praying hands at Oral Roberts University, which I think is the yes. largest bronze statue in the country, if not the world. Really? I think it's at yes. least the country. I don't know about the whole world. And uh, also traffic cones, you say? Yes, they have to be the pieces. That's a great idea. I mean, <laughs> we see that all the time. would have never thought of that. Great idea. Thank you for the call. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, Brady and Jacob. Brady, what do you think? Uh, you, what do you and Jacob think for the uh, Monopoly piece? Um, we think that the gathering place would be a good boardwalk. Um, what else was there? Uh, has anyone said the VOK Center yet? No. Nope. Yeah, it'd be a good. You could look like the shape of the building. Um, maybe the Lipstick Cabaret. <laughs> uh, Brookside. I see what they're doing. <laughs> The adult super warehouse it downtown. A, it is a landmark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. If we want it to be realistic, got to put the cabarets I on just got to wonder what you put in place for, like, boardwalk. A uh, gathering place, I think. Maybe. Hey, it's Saga Daniel. Who's this? This is Will. Will, what are you thinking <laughs> for the uh, Tulsa version of Monopoly? You know, honestly, I'm thinking, you know, the blue whale as a gaming piece. Well, that's what Ty had mentioned, but uh, that's in Catoosa, right? I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's still, still a very well-known place. Yeah, I think I think that counts because if somebody's from Atlanta, they really live in you know one of the side cities. That's fine. I think we put that in there, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, if you want to technically have a, a geographically correct Tulsa edition of Monopoly, I don't know that you go out to different cities. And since when do you care about anything? Now you're all motivated. This, I, by this is a passion of mine, Doug, and it has been for <laughs> years. <a> passion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'll be quiet then. Uh, so we want to know with this new Tulsa Monopoly game, what should be in the game? What should be the pieces? What should be the places you can buy? All that. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, we're having a discussion. It turns out that uh, Monopoly is going to make a Tulsa edition. You see this, but this is the official Monopoly umbrella. Uh, one to come out with a Tulsa edition, but what do you do with the spaces? You can't have boardwalk and all that, but we could have local stuff here. And I suggested the Arkansas River should be on the board, right? That's like that's kind of a landmark well, through the city. Technically, you had suggested it for a game piece, and I thought that's outlandish. How do you make a river a game piece? Well, so we're, so we're taking uh, we're taking your suggestions on what you would put on the Tulsa version of Monopoly around here. Hey, good morning. What was your name again? Tyler. Tyler, what would you put on that uh, Monopoly game? Well, there's two two things that stuck out to me. I would do daylight donuts. One of them. And then the other one would be Tig's house. Tig's house? His uh, yeah. 200-year-old house he lives in? 
I would use his houses, one of the pieces on the Monopoly board. No, it would fall in before you finish the game. <laughs> yeah, Daniel says I live in a shed. Tyke lives in one of the houses the three little pigs built. It's just made out of sticks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so uh, I guess we could put that on there. Your ancient house? What's the worst piece on the board? Is that like Baltic or something? The, the one worst property is Baltic. Okay, so that would the be The worst maybe. game piece would be the thimble. Okay, so maybe my property would be the new Baltic? Less than Baltic. <laughs> Less than Baltic. <laughs> hey, good morning. It's uh, Tiger Dana. What's your name? Eddie. Eddie, what would you put on that Tulsa version of Monopoly? I got, I got two things. Uh, where would Tiger's house go on the board? Mm-hmm. Would be over there Baltic? It Mediterranean would. or, yeah. It, it, uh, and the other thing is, could we put Greenwood District on the map? I was thinking Greenwood District might take the place of Boardwalk or Park Place. Right. To kind of pay tribute. Uh, I don't know. Tig's house would, if, do you think it should go on um, Baltic Avenue, Tig, or what do you think? By the way, I come to work. I'm in a decent mood. I haven't insulted you today. Mm-hmm. I haven't come after you. <laughs> And I sit down in the this chair here, and I'm doing the show, and, and then people are coming after me for no reason. Well, the reason is because you bought this house that's like 400 years old. Yeah, Daniel says instead of insulation, there's, what is it? Corn, there? corn shucks. Corn shucks. <laughs> we could put that on the board. Maybe a corn shuck could be the piece that you could eventually It's like hydro, hydroglyphics. How do you pronounce that word? Hydroglyphics? 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 <laughs> Say it again. Hi- Huh? Say the word. Hieroglyphics? Hieroglyphics on the wall. You have a hard time house? with the English language. There's, you? Uh, like, cave drawings in his bathroom. Hey, it's like, Daniel, who's this? This is Sean. Sean, what do you think uh, they should do for this Tulsa Monopoly version? I think uh, they should do Riverside Drive as one of the places and a truck instead of a car for a game piece. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Those are, those are reasonable, thoughtful ideas. And what place, what particular property on the map do you think they should put Tig's old house? Oh, uh, I have no idea on that one. Yeah, he's like, don't even put it on the board. <laughs> yeah. It's not up to code. Monopoly board code. It's Tiger Daniel, who's this? Hey, it's Patricia. Patricia, what do you think about this uh, Tulsa version of Monopoly? I think it's great. I think a unique piece would be the center of the universe. Yeah, the statue kind of thing they have out there, whatever that. What is that? Yeah. It's called the center of the universe. <laughs> well, I know, but what I is the I think it's statue? called a sculpture. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, sculpture. All right. That's a great idea, and that would be perfect, you know, kind of tall, easy to move around. Thank you for the call. Bye. Bye. Good morning, Tiger Dino. Who's this? Hi, this is Lindsay. Lindsay, what would you put on that Tulsa Monopoly? Well, I haven't heard anybody say anything about Route 66. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, certainly a landmark and uh, well-known nationally, Route 66. And uh, I'm surprised we hadn't thought of that before. Route 66, you can't make that a piece. I guess it would have to be part of the board. I mean, you could do, like, you could almost do a piece standing of, like, a little... Inter, uh, interstate sign type thing, you know, with That's the Route 66 on it. That could be a piece. Or you could just put it as a space on the board of some, you know, include it somehow there. Yeah, but we might start fights over who gets the piece because I remember uh, when you pick the piece, like, who, what, what kind of idiot chooses the thimble? Like, everybody wants the car, right? And I think everybody's going to want the Route yeah. 66 sign. Yeah. 
I never wanted the temple. <laughs> what, like, who chooses that? Yeah, we all know the car is probably the most popular, but what was the least popular? The thimble? Gotta uh, be thimble, well, right? Why not the iron? The nobody, iron's... nobody likes to iron. What is up with the iron being a piece? Oh, the iron, too. <laughs> <laughs> What up? It's Tiger Dano. We're about one minute away from that uh, Tiger Dano lovely locket from Moody's Jewelry. But first, we're taking your calls on. Uh, they're building a a Monopoly game, but it's going to be a Tulsa version of it. Well, well buddy, I was going to get a cup of coffee. How dare you start this break without me? Well, you were gone. The song was, was ending. I was you... getting coffee. You know you work here, right? Yeah. Don't start a break when I'm not in here. What was I supposed to do? Just be silent? You stretch this. Yes, please. Silence. Hey, good morning. Who's this? <laughs> Hi, this is Kelsey. Kelsey, what would you put on that Tulsa Monopoly board? <laughs> I didn't hear anybody say it. The drive-in has to be on there. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the drive-in uh, has been mentioned. And, um, oh! Yeah. And well, good. Okay. I don't think we aired that call, but, yeah, other people are feeling that same sentiment that you are. So that would be a game yeah. piece we have to add. Yep, it's definitely got to be on there. That's part of Tulsa, for sure. Right. So if we, what <laughs> if we had a Daniel-opoly, like a, a Monopoly game... <laughs> For Daniel, where would we put his love handles? What space would that take? Oh, my gosh. You know, I have no clue. There's a tag version of Monopoly, and all the spaces are chins. <laughs> hey, I feel that one. <laughs> well, from Monopoly Tulsa edition to the Tag and Daniel lovely locket, which people all over uh, Tulsa are talking about and wanting. In fact, a lady yesterday made a TikTok about her struggles to get through to win the Tiger Ding a lovely locket. Uh, I saw that someone put one for sale on Facebook Marketplace for quite a hefty sum. How much was it? Uh, they put $500,000, but we know it's worth way more than that because <laughs> there's only five of the Tiger Ding a lovely lockets so made. People are winning the lovely locket and put it on the Internet? Well, this was, this was a scam, so oh, I wouldn't okay. buy it. Um, but you can play right now to win a Tiger Daniel lovely locket. It's a locket that features both Tiger and I's picture when you open the heart. And then at the end of the week, out of everybody that won the Tiger Daniel lovely locket, they will be qualified to win the diamond pendant necklace from Moody's Jewelry. Caller number nine, caller number 10. You'll face off in the 98.5 The Bull fight right now for that lovely locket. Tiger Daniel lovely locket. 918-879-9898 on the Duvall Plumbing Contest line. Welcome in, guys. 741 on a Thursday with Cody Johnson and your lovely locket coming up on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, welcome in. 745. Daniel, it's time for the bullfight, right? It is the 98.5 The Bullfight up for grabs. The Tig and Daniel lovely locket for the first time ever, Tig. Carla, who played yesterday the 98.5 The Bullfight, is going to play again today. She didn't win yesterday, and if you don't win, you're still qualified to participate. Uh, Carla, we played your TikTok earlier. Your name on TikTok is Leo the Light, if I'm not mistaken, and you were doing a TikTok on how stressful it is to get through and that you manifested your way into the contest yesterday, but you forgot to manifest yourself into winning. This morning, you've now <laughs> used the same strategy and got through again? Yes. So hopefully today I manifested winning. <laughs> All right. Well, for the first time ever, somebody plays back-to-back -back bullfights. Also, your contestant today is Lauren, and you work at Till Brush Studios out in Bixby. Is that correct? Well, we're in Tulsa, but we live in Bixby. And uh, you were begging Tig and I to come and be nude models one evening for the <laughs> event. And uh, we were like, well, we can't. 
Yep, that's exactly right. That's exactly how it went down off the phone. All right, guys, the Tiger Daniel lovely lock is up for grabs. And today's quiz is the kissing quiz. You'll have to guess these things that have something to do with a kiss. Carla, we will start with you. Okay. This is a term for a kiss that involves the tongue. Well, French kiss. French kiss. Was that was that Lauren or Carla? Carla. That was Carla. That was Carla. Okay, Carla won. Lauren, here's your first question. In many European countries, it's customary to greet someone by kissing them on the blank. The cheek. The cheek. Carla, kiss this animal, and maybe it will turn into a prince. A frog. Frog is correct. Lauren. The food that Lady and the Tramp were eating, which caused them to accidentally kiss. Spaghetti. Spaghetti is correct. We are two to two. Three questions to go. Carla. Letters that stand for hugs and kisses at the end of a letter. XO. XO is correct. Lauren. Stand underneath this at Christmas if you want to get kissed. Mistletoe. Mistletoe is correct. Three to three. Two questions to go. Carla, what are you laughing at? I was going to say something. I decided not to. Well, what was it? I'm not going to go there. Go. So you think of something funny <laughs> and just think it to yourself and laugh out so loud instead of question? saying it on the radio. What was the last question? Stand underneath this at Christmas time if you want to get kissed. Your mom. <laughs> That's messed up, dog. <laughs> Carla. You told me to say it. Carla. <laughs> <laughs> fairy tale about a princess cursed to sleep for 101 years before being woken up by a prince's kissed. Kiss. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty is correct. Lauren. Singer who kissed a girl and liked it. Perry. Uh, Say it again. Is it Katy Perry? Katy Perry is correct. Tig, we are tied up four to four. They're doing great. One question to go. Carla, this company sells chocolate kisses. Hershey. Hershey is correct. Lauren, it all comes down to this. He kissed Mary Jane Watson in the rain while hanging upside down. I Go, uh, you, your phone broke up a second there. What would you say? Spider-Man. Spider-Man is correct. Ty, this is a tie. Five to five. <laughs> Carla... Versus Lauren, we have to go now to tie-breaking questions. Explain how this works, Doug. The next question that Daniel utters is for the both of you at the same time. We don't want you to shout out the answer. Buzz in using your name. So you would say Carla, and then we'll give you an opportunity to answer. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Okay, first one to answer the question right is the, the victor. And Daniel, what do we got? All right, guys. Again, if you know the answer, just say your name out loud. This kiss involves fluttering your eyelashes on another person's skin. Lauren. Carla and... Lauren. I think I Lauren, heard Lauren. Lauren got in first, but barely. Lauren, what do, what do you think it is? It's a butterfly kiss. It is a butterfly kiss. And with that, Lauren has defeated Carla in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Carla has played twice in a row now. Carla, are you devastated? Yes, I'm happy I got there twice. <laughs> uh, well, now, Lauren, you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to the Tiger Daniel lovely locket 
or will you give that to Carla? And Carla, why should Lauren give you the Tiger Daniel Lovely Locket? Um, she shouldn't. She won. <laughs> all right. Well, Carla does not want the Lovely Locket. Uh, Lauren, it's all yours. Awesome. It'll be uh, displayed at our studio. Please. And also, I'd like Aww. you to uh, repeat after me. I, Lauren. I, Lauren. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. Not to throw the Tig and Daniel Lovely Locket into the river. Not to throw the Tig and Daniel Lovely Locket into the river. There you go. Under oath. Uh, and also, she is on a journey to perhaps win now the $2,000 diamond pendant from Moody's Jewelry. You can get qualified to win just like Lauren did tomorrow at 740 with another edition of the 98 Pop the Bull Fight. Here we go with your female entertainer of the year, Lainey Wilson on the bull. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning there, Daniel. Sam Hunt, breaking up was easy in the 90s. If that song were about your house, Tig, it would be uh, built in the 90s, 1890s. <laughs> I don't get it. I come to work, I'm in a good mood, and then you just come after me. You said I had a double chin earlier. Now you're saying I live in a shed. I oh, no, know, I just said the house was old. Okay. Um, I was talking, I have a theory that everybody on earth loved their elementary school custodian. I still remember the name of mine. It was Miss McKenzie. Do you remember the name of yours? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Alfred. I, I Just Alfred? Mm -hmm. We just called him by his first name. Huh. No respect. You didn't put any respect behind Alfred's name. He was a lovable guy. Loved all the kids. We loved him. It must, you must have, you've got to be a special person to, you know, just cleaning things all day would already be a little stressful. And then uh, if you've ever been around kids, they make a lot of messes. Have you ever met your son? I did meet my son. Yeah, he lives with me. Uh, my little brothers, when they were about five or six years old, around the age of your son, they spilled drinks so often. Mm -hmm. In fact, when we went to a restaurant, I'd say, okay, what do you guys want to spill? That's how I, I ordered the drinks. I don't know why I do this exercise, because it doesn't help, but I always give my kid like a glass of apple juice, and I go, now don't spill it. Right. That doesn't help at all. They're going to spill it if they're going to spill it. I ask on 98.5 The Bulls Facebook page, what was the name of your elementary uh, school custodian and people are like i can still remember it like it was yesterday hearing their name over the intercom and things like that somebody's uh name custodian name at their elementary school mr goodnight i would be afraid of that not to be messed with don't mess with mr goodnight it's uh, it's 98.5 the bull also can i finish this thing here go before ahead. you what are you rushing me for you got somewhere to go yeah well i got things to do also uh one lady said I knew the custodian very well because it was my grandfather. Could you imagine getting to go to school and that would be awesome. see your granddad and he's a custodian? Man, I would love it. Or would that mess you up because you know you, you got to no the funny would, business. The teacher would tell the custodian, your grandpa, that you weren't doing your work. That and then be... the custodian tells your parents. But great to see your grandpa every day. Yeah, I would love that. That is awesome. Police are still working a possible injury rack on Lewis at 46th Street North, as well as a fender bender on 33rd West Avenue at 57th. And the slow spots on the highways, westbound BA approaching 44, westbound BA approaching downtown. I'm Carly Rush. That's a quick look at your traffic. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, you know, uh, sports gambling may be coming to Oklahoma, probably will be coming to Oklahoma. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what's going on around the world right here in Tulsa. Yeah, but when, though? Because we've been hearing, I've been hearing that since I moved here. Like, yeah, they're probably about to do a sports book here. And I'm like, well, when? You know what's weird is that I'm, uh, News on 6, they did a story on this. And there's people in the higher echelons of government that know that everybody's gambling illegally. And it's kind of weird, like, if you know a crime is being committed. But I've never read in the paper one time ever in my life that, you know, some guy in Skyatook had to go to jail because he was gambling 
on these offshore sites, you just don't see it prosecuted, right? Mm -hmm. So I think they finally came around and said, you know, we're missing out on this tax revenue. People are gambling anyway. Here's Governor Stitt. This is from News on 6. I just want Oklahomans to know I'm not, uh, I want to get it rolled out for them because I think Oklahomans want it. Literally every weekend, Oklahomans bet millions of dollars with out-of-the-country uh, sports betting operations. But it's not just overseas operations anymore. In fact, it's knocking on our front door. Last year, Kansas joined Arkansas and New Mexico, becoming our most recent neighbors with in-person and online sports wagering. It's so weird because, um, like, there's these websites like FanDuel and DraftKings and things. And I got on there one time because I wanted to bet, like, legally, you know, for the first time in my life. I've always done the offshore thing. But it knew I was in Oklahoma, I guess, from Wi-Fi or geofencing or whatever. And it says, you can't gamble at your location. But if you drive, and it actually told me how to do it, drive to Kansas, and you could just get off at the first rest area, and it notices you're in Kansas. Now the bet's legal on the same website. And so uh, Oklahoma's like, you know, everybody's going to Kansas, or they're betting online on in other countries, we're losing this tax revenue. So Governor Stitt's like, I think it's going to happen probably this year, right, from what we hear. And these online, these illegal online offshore bets, the banks don't accept those. So um, they make up business names when you – so if I wanted to put $100 into my illegal offshore betting account, they'll take my 100 bucks, but they have to disguise it as something else. And, you know, when I was first dating my wife, I didn't really want her to know I was betting money on Oklahoma and – Auburn football or whatever. And so they send a credit card statement, and instead of saying $100 went to your gambling account, they make up a store, and it's always like Chinese dolls. I'm like, that's worse than, like, if my wife finds my statement, I'd rather it say online casino than Chinese doll shop. Singapore doll shop right. or something like, like that. that's bad. <clears throat> so we may be getting this stuff. Also, did you see there's a famous pothole in town? More famous than you, Daniel. A lot of people have met this pothole, too, yes. apparently. Uh, one day I got off work, and I said, why is my exit so busy, and why are there 13 cars? There's a pothole in the BA a couple of weeks ago that's so vicious that it was nearly ripping wheels off cars. And so as soon as they hit that pothole, they would turn off into the next neighborhood, which was mine, and uh, they've still got problems out there. On the BA around Utica, it's a big problem, and I saw this pothole. You saw it, too. I'm not over-exaggerating here, am I? It's pretty bad. It's so big that I'm like, how are people running into that? But at night or if it's rainy, you know when it, it's raining and uh, it's getting kind of dark and so the brightness of the rain, you really can't see anything. Or if that certain part of the year the sun is just blasting you right in the face. Right. Like I could see where people are having trouble there. So watch out for the BA. Uh, Tig, I know that I always think that uh, everybody remembers their elementary school custodian with fond memories. Do you remember yours? Alfred. Mine was Miss McKenzie, and everybody at the school loved Miss McKenzie. Did you see this? A Sequoia Public School named the gymnasium after the longtime custodian there, Butch Ryan. He'd been there 35 years he's worked there and also attended it when he was younger. His whole life. Yeah. Could you imagine you go to school, and then the minute you get out of school and go back to work at school, and you've been there for 35 years, and everybody must love him because now they've named the gym the Butch Ryan uh, Gymnasium. That is awesome. But i got to tell you, and I hate to be a downer here, is that I will read stories where they name something after, like let's say there's the Daniel Baker football stadium, and and then you die one day, and then 70 years later they go, I don't even know who Daniel Baker is, so they rename the stadium. They should keep that into perpetuity, right? Well, no, because, you know, you don't want somebody that's 200 years old. You know, nobody knows that person anymore. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, they rename high schools and stuff right. so, all yeah, the time. So I, I wonder if the person who, you know, originally got the name 
on the building, they're not like, hey, man, what's up? In my high school, I had the great honor they named a retention pond after me, the Daniel Baker cesspool. And it, uh, <laughs> Did they? Yeah, and I'll be Daniel very Baker sad you know, and, yeah, and, and many years from now when they rename it. When you go back home, are people proud of you? Like, no. is, is there a trophy or anything? My my parents don't even listen to this show. And I'm like, guys, I'm on the radio every single day. I'm like, who do you listen to? My dad listens to the local hometown station so he can win a free biscuit. Yeah, well, previously in our career, Daniel, we were on a bunch of stations at once. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you know, all over the nation or whatever. And my dad, who I kind of, like, in a way got into radio for, in a sense, because he was kind of in the industry. He never was on the air or anything like that. And uh, I would call my dad and I'd say, Dad, you know, we, we picked up a station that's in your hometown. You could actually listen to Ty and Daniel. Wouldn't that be fun to listen to your own son? If my son had a radio show, I would listen to it. You'd have to. just Because right, I love my boy, right? Even on accident when you get in the car sometimes, you just put it on there just in off chance that he's on, right? Right. Like even if you hate the music or something, like your son's on it. You're going to listen. And I'd call my dad and I'd say, listen, we're on 95 KSJ. In Mobile, Alabama, it's like you can hear it easily. And he, he was very excited and like, oh, I can't wait to listen. He calls me a couple of days later and goes, I listen to that station. You're not on it. And I go, what do you mean I'm not on it? Like we're on the station every day. And uh, and then after that, he just never tried. Just never tried <laughs> yeah, again. He huh? just gave up. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not on the station? I know I'm on the that's crazy. It's funny how our parents don't like us. Uh, did you see this? A Florida couple says the garbage collectors threw away their lawn furniture that was placed in the middle of their lawn while they were pressure washing their house. Here's Barry Court talking about them trashing his furniture. I would never set it over here by the trash. I'm not going to throw my furniture away. No, I wouldn't be throwing perfectly good furniture away and then leave the cushions behind. And I can't believe that the driver of the truck couldn't sit there and say, you know what, guys? Don't mess with that stuff. That stuff looks new. Which it was. Y'all made a mistake that day, and I'm just all I'm all I'm expecting is just uh, for y'all to own up to it and just move on our merry way. I got to say though that um, that I see the trash collectors come through in Tulsa. I actually think they do a pretty good job generally, but they don't. They don't. They have like three thousand houses to pick up. They don't have time to go through your stuff and decide what's trash. And what. But if it's they, in they the pick middle it up of and the they yard throw it in the truck, and it's lawn furniture, I kind of think that was a mistake. Well, I've seen these guys before. The rule is you're supposed to have your trash out by the street. And there's an old lady that lives down the street from me, and she, you know, those things are pretty big and cumbersome and stuff. And these guys will walk up to her house, even though she's breaking the rules technically, and they will go up to her driveway. They'll pull it all the way down the driveway. And so I think they're trying their best, but they don't have a lot of time to mess with either. Yeah, they're not going to sit there and think about it like Sherlock yeah, Holmes for like, an hour. you can't be like, geez, let me call my boss. Like, that's not possible. Uh, Tyke, you suffer with this quite a bit. Did you see there's a new pill that could help with constipation? It's a drug-free way to take care of constipation. It's a vibrating pill called Vibrant. In fact, it comes with an app so you can track the progress and change the settings. This is an absolutely true story. Here's kind of how it works. Vibrant is not a laxative and works with your body's natural process. Simply swallow with a glass of water. Vibrant's unique drug-free approach uses gentle vibrations to stimulate the colon mechanically. The pre-programmed timing of the mechanical stimulation is thought to improve the natural colonic mobility by leveraging the colon's biological clock. The disposable capsule is expelled with natural bowel movements. Yeah, so I went to the doctor. He gave me one of these, and he comes back, and he goes, Whoa, you're supposed to swallow that. <laughs> okay. I was using it the wrong way. Oh, I see. And finally, a woman had a friend record her very first polar plunge. Do you know what that is? That's where you jump into really cold water. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like 
winter and they want you to go jump into the ocean. I remember we went, Tyke and I were on the air in Myrtle Beach and this high school called and said, hey, would you please come out and do the polar plunge with us? And we said, of course we will. Anything to help out a local school. And then that Saturday I woke up and I think you woke up too. And we're like, no, I ain't doing all that. <laughs> but Tyke and I just didn't Did show up. I don't remember that. Uh, here Sounds is the, like us. <laughs> here's the video of the woman. Let's see how it turned out with her first polar plunge. She's crying. Yeah, she didn't like it. Oh my god. So I'm glad we didn't do it that Poor thing. I think they do a polar plunge here in Tulsa. I don't know where. Imagine you run and jump into the Arkansas River big cannonball. You land in that one inch of water. <laughs> you just hit a sandbar or whatever. Sandbar. Lucky if you hit a sandbar. You probably hit a condom and a syringe. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel, you were talking about um, memories from being young, and I think we all did know our custodian, even though they didn't teach us in class day in and day out. They were sort of famous in the building because they got to meet every kid in the whole school, and everybody loved the custodian, it seemed like, right? Yeah, why do you think we all loved our custodian so much? Like, what's your theory? Mine was so sweet, like almost grandpa-ish. Like, Mine too. You know, just kind of sweet and just nice to everybody. I don't know what to say about it. but You know, even if they weren't nice, you still remember them. My sister remembers her custodian and with great fond memories, but this was like a the opposite side of the coin, real mean. Oh, real mean custodian. Like, you know, they would, I guess they would mess with him or something like that, turn the light. I think he was using the restroom once. They went there and turned the light off on him. Uh-huh. And she said, <laughs> she said they went into the bathroom and somebody just reached in and shut the light off on him and they could hear the custodian. I forget his name. He's like, your mama's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like cussing them out. She is, and uh, and she still even then had fond, had fond memories. Your mama's a hoe. Yeah, he was real mad at me. He did not like the light being turned off on him. Hey, good morning, Tiger Dano. Who's this? Hey, I just heard on the radio um, about the custodian at school. Yeah, and he was talking about um, the grandson and the grandfather were custodians and students. And so I just wanted to call and tell my story. My my dad has been a police officer for like 25 years, my whole life. He retired and went to a different police department, sheriff's department, and is now the school resource officer at my kid's school. And so they get to go to school with their papa. Man, what a dream come and true. He, I can't imagine. Yes, and so my son is in second grade, and he knows his papa's cough. When Papa's like, you know, walk in the hallways, checking locked doors, he'll he'll know his cough. And he'll I need to go to the bathroom. Can I go to the bathroom? Oh, and I go out there and say visit with his oh, grandpa. With his man, grandpa. dream come true. Yeah. Dream come true. I remember talking when I was in senior in high school, I got something similar to that. I got as a classmate my dad's girlfriend. <laughs> so you were in class with your dad's uh, girlfriend? That's a magical story. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it was really comfortable for Daniel to be in math class with his dad's girlfriend. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. Got some life, brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, buddy, I'll tell you this. I like to stay ahead of my health. I'll tell you that right now. You extend I don't wanna, that life. I don't want to walk somewhere and uh, all of a sudden have this major issue. Like, I want to catch things at stage beforehand. I don't want stage four or five. I want to, before it even gets to stage one, that's why I go get a craft body scan, see if I got any issues, anything brewing in there.
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like a selfie for uh, what's going on inside of you. It's no surgery. Surgery. There's no drinking milkshakes the night before. No dress in a certain way. In fact, however you're dressed right now, you can go lay down, get a craft body scan in just a few minutes, and then they'll call you back with the results when a doctor looks at it, and uh, you can catch something early. And in honor of Valentine's Day, Daniel, they've got the the couple special where you and your spouse can get a craft body scan for your heart and lungs for 149 bucks. That's not bad. It's quick. It's easy. It'll put your mind at ease. It'll address things that you have going on. And I would say it could save your life. So do it. Craftbodyscan.com. That's craftbodyscan.com. Remember going to the dentist when you were younger, Daniel? I did. A lot has changed in dental technology. Used to. Do you remember the way they would put like gel in a tray? Like a mouth tray? Like almost like a mouth guard? And you would put that in your mouth? And then they have that, that tiny vacuum cleaner that sucks your spit out. It's all disgusting, right? Yes. Well, I, my son's at the dentist today. He's got some things he's going through. And uh, I was asking him, because he went through this about a month ago, and now today's round two for him. And I said, are you nervous at the dentist? And, uh, boy, they've made some strides in dentistry with children, at least. Because I, I said, are you nervous? He goes, no, kind of. And But then they asked me what movie I want to watch. And then they have TVs on the ceiling. And so when they're laid back and the doctor's, you know, digging around their mouth, they're just watching Lion King and stuff. When I was there, we just took it. Yeah, just didn't do nothing. And my mom made a huge mistake, took me to a very, very old man for my dentist when I was a kid. And he hurt me so bad that I didn't go to the dentist for like a decade. That's, That's how bad thing. it was. This guy was like, he had to be like an old veterinarian or something. He made me get up on that dentist table. It was like an old gynecologist table. I had to put my foot in stirrups. <laughs> At the dentist? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he didn't have the latest technology. The guy had that palsy in his hands when he was trying to, like, conduct uh, a dentistry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing my mom did was take uh, my sister to the dentist, and the doctor was like, the dentist was like, well, um, we're going to have to take out her wisdom teeth. And my mom starts to argue with the dentist. Mm -hmm. Well, cavemen didn't have to have their wisdom teeth taken out. <laughs> yeah, and the dentist was like, yeah, and cavemen also died when they were, like, 20. For whatever reason, I never had my wisdom teeth taken out. I didn't either. And I go to the dentist, and every single time I go, they go, what do you want to do about those wisdom teeth? And I go, what do you mean what do I want to do? I mean, I've lived with them for this long. Do I need to get them pulled out? And plus, I'm afraid. What I'm really afraid of is that you ever seen those videos people post of uh, folks that go to the dentist, and then they get out, and then they're saying all sorts of, they're spilling the beans, man. You know, this one kid, he was a teenager, and... Uh, you know, he gets out of that that surgery and he's talking about his girlfriend who his mom didn't know he had and it like kind of messed him up because he wasn't supposed to be dating and all that. You'll spill the beans when you come out of that anesthesia. Well, me and you have a pledge that I won't let, like if I were to pick you up from the dentist, I would not record you and I wouldn't let anybody else record you. That's I don't, just I don't, cruel. I don't, I don't like, like that when they joke. do that. I don't like that joke either. Like somebody's messed up on drugs and uh, you put it on YouTube. That That's not a good friend. Well, see, I already told you, and Tyg and I, I think I had this agreement. If we ever have to go get surgeries or something, uh, Tyg will pick me up or I will pick him up. That way, you know, if he's talking crazy. It's only between you and me. Right. And there's the no filming thing. Even if it's the funniest thing in the world, I will not. Right. You can't film me either because that's embarrassing to me. Wouldn't it be to you? Just filming you in general is embarrassing for you, but much less you being high on. No. Well, this dentist my dentist mom drug. used to take me to. There was no, like, anesthesia and all that. It was like whiskey. And I'm like, hey, I'm 12. Put whiskey on your gums? Yeah, no, drank it until I fell asleep, and then we'd do it.